Welcome back to another episode of the Bad Taste Video Podcast. I am Mike. And I am Grizz. And we are back without Anthony. Unfortunately, he had to work or do some sort of video editing tonight, but uh, we're here and we got a great movie for you, right? Oh, dude, this is uh, (laughs) probably something that not many people have seen, but should be high on their uh, to-watch list, that's for sure. That's for sure. And you may ask, what Christmas movie are you doing this week? And we're doing Zombie Rampage, a 1989 shot on film. Well, Betacam and uh, I think three quarter inch tape uh, zombie film by director and writer extraordinaire Todd Sheets. One of your favorites. Yeah, dude, the Prince of Gore, the master of splatter himself. Uh, the dude is honestly an SOV legend. So, I mean, if you don't know what SOV is, that stands for shot on video. Uh, all of the great, you know, some of my favorite horror movies from the late 80s, early 90s were all shot, like you said, either on a beta camcorder or on a VHS camcorder. And he does it like nobody else, in my opinion. I agree. And he was extremely young when he made this film, too. I think he was like... He couldn't have been more than 20, right? Oh, yeah. I think like, he just turned 20, like 19 when he started at 20 years old. So, I mean, everybody on the whole film and cast and crew was all that age. So it's pretty impressive. Yeah. I mean, the guy that plays Tommy, he looks like he's about 17. Yeah. They all look like they're about 16, 17 years old. <laughs> it take, it's like really hard to... Um, take them seriously sometimes because they look so young you know what i mean oh and, and, and you, you <laughs> couple that with the uh the classic you know film school acting that you're gonna get from all these like 17 year old kids and it's it's it, it equals one hell of a, a watch that's for sure <laughs> so todd sheets was known for this film right zombie bloodbath one and two um, what else do we have? Goblin, right? Well, Zombie Bloodbath, uh, that's what he considers to be his his first real movie. He hates this film, this zombie rampage, but uh, that's, <laughs> that's definitely what he But he doesn't, is. he doesn't hate it more than Goblin, though. <laughs> oh, really? I, I didn't know that. The, uh, he, he hated Goblin. I like Goblin. Yeah, he, he hates, he hates that. Uh, an interesting one, Violent New Breed, right? Yeah. Yeah, I we think you have that, right? That recently, yeah. Did you get that? I didn't. Uh, I've been waiting on it, so we'll see. Maybe if I get some uh, some some Christmas, you know, gift cards, <laughs> I might be off the grid. Uh, he also did uh, Sorority Babes in the Dance Athon of Death. Um, not as good as it sounds. <laughs> no, Moonchild, he did. Um, he's also currently doing stuff that you probably recognize, like Clownado. He did that one yeah. a few years ago. <laughs> Actually, that was a 2019 movie. He did uh, the one I'm thinking of is Bone Hill Road, which is a fucking crazy uh, werewolf movie. Totally different take on it. Still low budget, still practical effects, and it's 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 really great. So digitally shot this time, right? He uh, he graduated from the beta cam. Yeah, but he's still he's still kind of sticking to his roots. He's still doing a, a 2K shoot, and then he's gonna master it up to 4K. So that he gets a little bit of that graininess that he's used to in the you know the final ah, product. Ah, so. that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what else? Didn't oh man, there's like one other one that I feel like that we're leaving out. Uh, uh, like oh, night, Nightmare Asylum. Things. Yeah, Nightmare, Nightmare Asylum, Asylum is definitely one of the ones that people would mention of his movies for sure. Uh, out of all of them, was, I like the effects in this movie probably the best out of all of his movies, but the fucking story is garbage. Oh, it's so hard to follow. It's crazy. Yeah. Effects done by, uh, what, what was it, Buckets of Blood? Buckets of Blood Effects it, Company, yep. <laughs> and the music but yeah, this, was like... Uh, and sh- Enoki and Key. Yeah, Enoki and Key, that's that, what it was. I couldn't figure and out. And that's his band. Word. That's oh, his band. It? Nice. Yeah, it's Todd Sheets' band, and he's also in the movie. You see him in the beginning. He's like the Dave Mustaine looking guy. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a very good, <laughs> like, accurate description of him. 
<laughs> so this was um oh you know what he does now he like hosts a ufo like conspiracy theory type radio show yeah, similar radio to like coast thing. to coast the name of it uh, Nightwatch, I think it's called. Yeah, Nightwatch UFO radio show, and like one of his mentors was Art Bell from uh, uh, Coast to Coast. Oh, dude, I used Insane. to stay up so late fucking listening to that <laughs> stupid show, man. Dude, I used to love the one. There's like the clip of uh, like when they the Russian scientists dug a portal to hell or some shit, and they sent a microphone <laughs> down there, and this is what hell sounds like. And it's like a terrifying sound, but like anybody who's done any sort of audio recording can like reproduce that in a second. Just like a feedback loop. (laughs) Speaking of audio recordings, the um, the audio last week a little rough. Sorry for that. We're working it out though. We're getting there. Yeah, yeah. We're stepping into the we're we're like in 2015 right now, despite going into 2020. (laughs) But uh, you know, we'll catch up eventually. (laughs) <laughs> we're fucking VHS collectors, dude. I mean, there's not much else you can say. So yeah, I mean, I, I wasn't gonna go buy the thing to record the landline telephone here. So <laughs> you're gonna sign Even like that... Shine Poe in jail, like spitting rhymes and shit after he went to jail for fucking Eddie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we could. Yeah, we're just gonna do like when uh, like Bobby Schmurda's doing like cameos <laughs> on people's records from jail over the phone. Yeah, that, that's, that's a more relevant, I guess, uh, reference than my fucking hey, 90s. We're not completely uh, <laughs> left in the 80s and the 90s. We're a little bit uh, contemporary. Uh, so this film was uh, filmed in Kansas City, Missouri. And you see like the KS, like sewage system uh, things, like the sewer caps, the whole film. Uh, they keep kind of showing them. It's very weird. There's a lot of like landscape shots in this, right? Like a lot of scenery. He really tried to up his cinematography as like a 19-year-old. <laughs> also, from what I understand, uh, the dude who did the cinematography was a complete asshole. And like really yes. was the reason why the film is so hard to understand. And he just basically pissed everybody off on the project. He like <laughs> held the film can, hostage, tell, right? It's, it's so miscombobulated, the whole entire storyline. So I, I just... <laughs> There's a lot of things going on in this movie. Uh, hopefully, we de- we decipher them. Even the ending's a little ambiguous. So we're watching uh, the scene it, here in the beginning, and you're basically at a bar in Kansas City. And I love this because there's a girl that comes up, and she's trying to order a drink. Uh, she has no money, and the bartender's asking how she's going to pay, and she like whips her boobs out. And uh, the guy says something to the effects <laughs> like, oh, those kids won't broad. fit in the cash register or something oh, like that. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Here, I have actually, we're going we're gonna to start a little bit early here. Uh, at least for this, I have the clip right here, man. Oh, here dude, it is. Oh, perfect. And if you can hear, the theme from Zombie is playing in the background. I can pay you in other ways. Well, fuck you. And when she's walking away, somebody goes, Hessian broad. <laughs> dude, I, I haven't heard. The, dude, the, I haven't heard that term in years. So good. <laughs> it's very like you could tell it's from the early '90s, late '80s. This was released. I mean, I guess it was made in '89. That's when it was done. But Cinema Home Video released this in 1992. And it's considered and the director's my, cut, correct? Like that's what like the cinema release was considered it's like todd sheets's you know final cut of the movie or whatever i, I think this is the only cut of the movie man <laughs> yeah, it's probably, I, mean, it's pro- I know it's the only official release of it so so i have well the one i have actually says tempe at the end 1996 so this must have been a later release of the film and you could tell by the uh when i got it i showed you the label and it's like yo man what's up with the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's that end of the era, man. They uh, just scrap it yeah, and get some tapes out to make some money. That's really this how is... that end of uh, those low-budget companies went. I agree. And uh, Cinema Home Video was actually pretty popular for this type of film, right? Like a shot-on-video, low-budget film. Uh, they did stuff like Robot Ninja, Skinned Alive, Ghoul School, uh, Zombie Cop. And uh, they also released Nightmare Asylum, which is another Todd Sheets yeah. film. And then Edgar Allan Poe's Madhouse. I'm not familiar with that one. Me neither, but it looks really interesting. But the funny thing is, did you know that David Dakota 
was like the founder of Cinema Home Video. And I, uh, I wasn't aware of that at all, actually. Do, do you know, are you like aware of his filmography? Uh, I'm not familiar. Can you, uh, like, what did he, what was he a part of? All right. So he directed uh, Dream Maniac. You ever see that wizard release? Yes. He made that. Dude, he he directed Creepazoids. No, Creepazoids is fantastic. Sorority Babes and the Slime Ball Bolarama. <laughs> I'm starting <laughs> to get an idea of what this guy's yeah, uh, yeah. film. Two, two urban classic releases also, right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, and he produced Nightmare Sisters and oh, Reanimator man. Academy. Dude, Reanimator also- Academy is so cool, man. I'm, <laughs> I'm a huge we'll Reanimator ev- fan anyway, so... We'll eventually that get that. And, yeah. Uh, we'll f- yeah, that's going to take a little time to track down. It's a little bit hard to get. <laughs> so so one thing about this film here is that it's kind of like... Todd Sheets, as you could tell, he's a huge horror fan. There's so many, like, uh, tributes to like, previous horror movies in this film itself. You got... There's this whole zombie thing going on, and inside of that, there's a slasher film thing that's going on with this killer, and it, it's that's what kind of also makes it a little bit hard to follow. Is you're like, man, is this a fucking slasher film? Is this a zombie film? <laughs> like, you know, what what the hell am I supposed to be thinking? And you have this really weird gang. I guess they're supposed to be called. Uh, they call themselves a gang, but it's like the weirdest mismatched group of people with this dude in a, a business suit who's like the gang leader. <laughs> Tommy. Tommy, yeah. <laughs> the dude is a fucking nut, dude. It's just, he... Okay, so the whole premise is here is that they uh, they have this book that Tommy got. It's a voodoo book, and they're trying to bring their, uh, their dead uh, gang buddy back from the dead or whatever on this night. <clears throat> Does not obviously go so well. And, and, and they don't even really explain if the guy ever comes back from the dead. All of a sudden, there's just fucking zombies that appear out of nowhere in this film. And you're like, how the hell did all these zombies show up? So it's, it's, it's... Yeah, they don't really explain if it's just a coincidence that, like, they were going to do this on this night and the zombies came, like, back. No or did they, Or did they cause it? Because you don't see their gang members ever, right? Like, no. they don't. I mean, I didn't notice enough. The guy that was stabbed to death in the beginning during that, like, fight. I didn't notice him in, at any point as a zombie. Coming they didn't really make it clear. Guy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we really have... We're going to play a little bit of the music from Enochian Key that you're going to hear over and over and over through this film. And the reason why we're going to do this as our little break is because there is no trailer for this. Uh, you can't find this online. I don't know. You know, if you don't really have it on tape, you know, you kind of shit out of luck. I mean, yeah, I, they probably have it on it. some DVDs, right? Maybe some. I think I saw it on those like fifty pack DVDs. It's in there. It's not online anywhere. No, yeah. Maybe and if you're nice, hit us up. Pack DVDs, man. Good <laughs> finding one of them things. So. Yeah, yeah, they're like very specialized ones you have to get. But uh, yeah, maybe maybe hit us up if you if we get enough interest. Maybe we'll give one away or something. No, well, we'll give shit. a bootleg. We ain't gonna give mine away. <laughs> but we'll make a, maybe yeah, we'll give a, co- a bootleg of this away. <laughs> 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 yeah, hit us up. Maybe we'll hook you up. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna play that music now, and then we'll get into the movie.
Okay, so Zombie Rampage. We kind of got a little bit of a uh, synopsis already, right? You kind of said what was going on. There's a serial killer. There's zombies. There's gangs. It's It's a clusterfuck. It's a clusterfuck of everything. That's right. And maybe it's time that we explain why this is a Christmas film, right? Yeah, this is the holidays. Yeah, we're the first podcast, I think, to do this as a Christmas movie. <laughs> and I don't know if anybody even knows that this is a Christmas yeah, movie. Probably the last okay. Two, so. so we're going to spoil the movie, obviously. This is like, this is a part that takes place probably about three quarters of the way through the film, right? It's probably about a minute, uh, a minute, an hour and 15 minutes long, right? The movie. Yeah, this total. happens maybe uh, 50 minutes in, something like that. So all our survivors are in this little convenience store and. We have uh, a girl ask, like, oh, like, where's the bathroom? And everybody's fighting and all this shit. Let me play this clip for you right here. <laughs> you know what bathroom is? Yeah, I think I'm going back there. I'd better go with it. You don't know what's happening? You guys need it, man. You guys are what a Boom. place to spend Christmas Eve, huh? What a place, yes. to, spend Christmas what a place to spend place Christmas, Eve. Christmas Eve. See, people don't realize we're like we're we're very very observant when we watch these films. Picking it apart, we're uh, we're not messing around, man. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so Speaking yeah, of, this like, is picking this apart. There is uh, there's some <laughs> stuff. There's just so many iconic scenes in this film that, uh, if you just you know disregard this the whole story that you're trying to follow and just really enjoy a lot of these murder shots in this film it is gruesome it is gory the shit that todd pulls off for having a video camera and a couple of dollars you would think the dude had a million dollar budget it's it's absolutely insane So, like you were saying, there's multiple parts to this movie going on, and they all eventually converge at one point, but uh, the serial killer stuff, right? Oh, weird. Yeah, so the first time... prostitute lady in the street there. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so I... Dude, first of all, can we talk about the music that's playing during that part? Uh, Dude, I actually wrote that part down, too, because the music was so good that was playing through that. It's, it's, It's that clip that we played for the trailer and you see like this big guy they don't really show his face like go up to a prostitute and he he's like gonna pick her up he doesn't say anything though and they start walking and he takes like the black giallo gloves out of his pocket right she doesn't even <laughs> say pulls, anything about it she's just like oh yeah no. gloves. that's fucking normal i guess yeah yeah and he uh he like takes out this like shiny knife and he stabs her like a bunch of times but what's the one thing that they do that makes it extra awesome Dude, they show the full penetration of this knife into the side of this chick's head. I mean, (laughs) this is such a tribute to Falchi if I have ever seen one. Whereas, you know, so many films, especially in the 90s, man, you never got that that penetration shot of the blade you never you got so many cutaways and especially in in shot on video movies the budgets weren't there so these these dudes relied on the cutaways to get their point across for the kills but man todd went full balls to the wall and was like i am gonna show (laughs) as much of this as i can yeah this it was awesome. It's yeah, awesome. It's there, there's, I mean, the knife in the ton. side of the head, it's juicing out everywhere. <laughs> She's spitting up blood as yeah. it happens. It's it's crazy. And this is all right before a zombie apocalypse happens. <laughs> yeah, with, it's so confusing. That's what I'm saying. You're like, oh, it's, it's, this is going to be like a cool slasher film. I thought it was going to be zombies. And then sure as shit, two seconds later, a pack of zombies come out down the road. So, so but man, that knife scene was such like, I just want to say like it. it felt like such a New York Ripper scene to me, you know, it, it, it oh, felt definitely. like it was just right out of that film. So it left an impression on you, man. <laughs> it did. I loved it. So let's uh, talk about how this movie starts. We have two gangs. One, uh, one gang actually has Todd Sheets, uh, as the lead member, I guess the ringleader. Right. Yeah. And he gets into this yelling altercation with, the main character well one of the main characters tommy right and this is their little interaction and i found this really funny and pardon the audio uh quality on these clips it's very rough 
right? The uh, the audio is very rough on this movie. <laughs> yeah, I'd say. Fuck you, take the wall! Fuck you, there's dog shit in this town! There's dog shit in this town! I'll bury you in this town! I'm gonna bury you in this town! Todd Sheets coming back, Dave Mustaine. <laughs> and here we hear the music again. <laughs> Well, one of the uh, one of the songs, but uh, yeah, this it starts with this brawl between these two gangs. One guy gets stabbed and killed, and now this gang is gonna bring them, uh, bring this guy and what two other members back from the dead. Yeah, that's right? the overall plan with the voodoo book, man. Yeah, yeah, he their ringleader Tommy gets a voodoo book from a bookstore. I wonder if it's like the bookstore from the beyond. Yeah. It's like one that the fucking chicks went to in the craft. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but uh, there's a ton of funny parts in this movie. Um, it's not all just like horror. When uh, Dave's in the bar, right, and he's with his girlfriend, I guess it is, and this like drunk guy comes up to them, and the bartender has to throw him, aw- uh, throw him away. Oh, but, yeah. Dude, the, I... I've never heard this in a full sentence before, so I'll let the clip speak for itself. Hey, what y'all doing down here? Hey, darling, you want to go dancing and do Tuesday boogie? You want to wake up and your head coming out of your asshole? I suggest you leave and I'll forget I smelled you. Oh, fuck you. Hey, fuck you. Get the hell out. <laughs> you want to go dance and do the tube steak boogie? <laughs> Steak boogie. <laughs> and fantastic. I like the way he's like, fuck you. And then the fucking guy says, like, Mr. Garrison from South Park. Well, fuck you, too. <laughs> That's the thing I was what saying, it? dude. There's so many fucking awesome lines that are just these little tiny one lines where the whole dialect is shot in the movie. But then you get these beautiful little, like sequences of dialect that you can just see brilliance in so and that's one of them um yeah so after uh (laughs) i'm just thinking about that like bartender there's like the part at the end where he's like oh i'm gonna cut a hole in your fucking face Dude, and, I am uh, that the size of your asshole. I like I, he was like <laughs> the incantation of me in the fucking eighties. That that would be me. Think, so. <laughs> he he steals the knife from Tommy and he's like, "I'm gonna, I'll cut you, motherfucker! Like you don't think I'll kill you?" <laughs> it's like, "Oh, calm down." It's like, "Wow, man, you really went to fucking 110 on that." Dude, real quick, dude. Real quick. <laughs> so so I thought uh, another funny part of this is when Tommy's gang is basically talking about the book and they're all upset and the book was like seven dollars right they're all mad that they spent the booze money on the book it's like oh my god seven bucks how old are you guys no, it's like, you, work, like the little man, rat I swear he does technically i guess uh, yeah. <laughs> i don't ever explain if it works or not but yeah there's fucking zombies so it works <laughs> i actually really like all the cemetery scenes where they have like the blue lighting, which is also very Italian. So you oh, know yeah. Todd Sheets was a huge Fulci fan. Dude, He's a huge Argento and Bava fan. Yeah, it's all over. And, and it's done in a good way. Like to me, I I like hearing the little clips that he uses from Zombie. Uh, some of the sounds. Actually, did you notice one later on? There's two more that are very noticeable in the movie. Have you? Did you notice any? I didn't pick up on them. Okay, so besides the ending, which we'll talk about later... First of all, let me preface this by saying that I'm a zombie, aka Zombie Two, uh, fanatic. I own Aficionado. too many, yeah, too many copies of it. Seen every version that there is, and I, I, it, it's it's a little uh, beyond sick. But this is a sound clip from Zombie. The wind blowing, and the zombies banging on the door. And then there's another like synth noise that's gonna play in a little bit, and that's like another very prominent noise in Zombie. So only a real this, zombie nerd like yourself. This noise to, uh, to pull these things out. <laughs> this is 100% from Zombie, <laughs> and you know what? I kind of I enjoy that stuff. It's like a tribute to to Fulci, and I really appreciate it, especially a kid that's making a movie this. Uh, this big 
Dude, really? Tr- tributes to on Romero, a- too, man. Just all kinds of, of little things. Like the dude listening to the radio broadcast in the car, and the radio broadcast is talking about the zombie apocalypse. It's these things that are reoccurring and these horror tropes that, you know, are, are, are him paying tribute to the, you know, to the things that he loved the most. And it comes across so well in this film. So there's a couple times that they play the Night of the Living Dead news broadcast. And my favorite is the second time they do it with the girls in the bar. Right? Yeah, yeah. So let me uh, let me play this for you. This latest bulletin just received moments ago from Cumberland. I like the music in the background too. Very Return of the Living Dead almost. Damn it, I can't believe this is happening. This only happens in those cheap, low-budget horror films, not in real life. I can't believe this is It's What? And then this other girl. It's Armageddon. It's Judgment Day. So Todd Sheets always seems to put in that little, like, um, uh, what do you want to, the, uh, like, it's just a cheap, low-budget horror movie or whatever. He always does that. Yeah, it's always almost a like uh, you know picking on himself in a way, which is it's nice yeah. to be. He has his own like self awareness that like he's not making million dollar movies, but he's really going for it like he is, man. And that's another thing I got to say about the film is that like there's scenes that like this fucking dude has no business filming a zombie on top of a car being driven down the road trying to get at somebody <laughs> on a fucking yeah. camcorder, and he's doing it, and it looks great. It, it's it's mind blowing. So. Is that the one where he's attacking like this random black dude? Yeah, like, the dude's Alexis? like just casually driving, <laughs> and then he's all of a sudden he's on the car reaching in and shit. It's it's and it's then they nuts show him get like it. his he gets like his throat like ripped out, right? Yeah. You just see blood shooting out. Uh, I love all this. See, like right here is one of the scenes, like right before he does the incantation or whatever, and it's all blue and lit like shit. And uh, the music that's playing, he's talking about the gang's different now. <laughs> Dude, some of the names of the gang members, I, they are so good. There's a piggy, a hammer spike, a puss head. There's a schlooby. Those are like the best names of a gang. He breaks, uh, he breaks puss head's arm in the yeah, beginning. Dude, he does. He's trying to usurp the uh, the king over here. And isn't Piggy like the fucking crazy one who's like uh, talking about I think all that's the different ways he's going to kill the people and stuff like that? Is, is that Piggy or is that Hammerfist? Uh, see, there's such a, a, a bad storytelling in this that it's so hard to pick up on on which yeah, one. You really, if I had to guess, he looked like the pig. So I was going to yeah, say he yeah, would be Piggy. Yeah. You really can't tell who's who in there. <laughs> you know, Dave. Dave has the fucking awesome mullet, right? Kind of looks so like rocking. I Dave's Dave's like uh, looks like Eddie Guerrero in like 1992 <laughs> WCW, it's like so accurate. <laughs> whatever. A little bit later than 92, probably. <laughs> oh, that's so accurate. It's fantastic. Um, uh, Tommy's a cool character, I guess. I like him. Uh, he has like another sidekick that's another another like terrible actor, right? The guy that's in the leather jacket. Yeah, and like you know, like I said, Tommy's wearing like a fucking business suit, and he's got like you know like a, a wallet chain back hair, but he's got a fucking like dangly like you know Billy fucking Idol earring in his ear. And yeah, shit. yeah, the like cross that, earring. So you know he's a badass. <laughs> But he talks like a gangster, right? Like he's uh, like a 40s gangster. <laughs> yeah, 20s. Yeah, see? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does that. That's why he's like threatening to kill people and shit. Dude, uh, it's ridiculous. <laughs> so there's one point where Dave like, and his like group run into this building that Tommy's in. And he, Tommy like ends up getting the shotgun from this other gang that just so happens to be in there. But let me play the clip and you're going to laugh at how this dialogue, you know, goes on. Let me explain one more time to you guys the situation, right? We got no place to go and we stuck you in I love the use of music. I got three shells when this done right now. Now three of you boys are going to die if you press it. Who's going to be the one to survive? See, so he has like that, like gangster, like, like let me tell you, like, so weird that that was. But I guess when you're like 17, playing like a, 
you know, a gang ringleader. Yeah, that's it. Dude. You just kind of do what you want. Fucking city. That's that's what you know. Right <laughs> yeah, there. these are all local actors. That's okay. <laughs> Well, so, that's the problem, what th- too, I guess, with it is that, you know, Todd basically just hired a bunch of kids from, like, the local college acting, you know, troupe and shit. And, like, half of them wouldn't come back from break and stuff. So that's why you have so many characters that you see for, like, two scenes in this movie and then they're gone. They just the drop out film. or, like, they're... Well, there's, like, that whole other group that's held up in a basement somewhere, right? Or... There's, like, a whole other group of people. There's, like, three or four different... <sighs> individual <laughs> groups or single people that they show like there's a girl it's, with huge breasts in the shower and i seriously waited for her to die for the entire half of the second like the second half she of didn't movie. right nothing happened with her did she no do not till the very end right doesn't she get uh or does I guess she even so. end up dying in this movie? i don't know i, can't even remember I don't now. know but it's like a real awkward like shower scene right like you could tell Dude, it's, it's like oh yeah you could it's just uh weirded <laughs> out by it it's like, oh, you could film me naked for this movie. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm really going to take advantage of it. It's like, Jesus Christ, he man. He just had to ask around, and she was the first chick was like, yeah, I'll show my boobs. That's cool. Whatever. Yeah. So, and it so, feels awkward as fuck. Dude, so I, I bought that um that Sludge Warriors oh, yeah, from yeah. Poser Rot, and I'm watching it the other day, and I'm like, oh, my fucking God, what the fuck is this? Please, if you can find this movie somewhere, buy it and watch it. Really? It's, it's, I, it's, it's weird, huh? Dude, like, Needles. Do you know? Well, yeah, you know Needles. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, he also got it. He watched it. And he's like, dude, I think this is an endurance test of some sort. <laughs> oh, yeah, that sounds right up my alley. Yeah, I'm definitely going to hunt it down then. <laughs> yeah, next time you're in the area, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll pop that one on. <laughs> Speaking of over-the-top scenes and things that are pretty, uh, pretty grotesque, one of my favorite scenes in this film is happens uh, early on in the movie when the f- you first start to see these zombies come out. There is a, a mother with a baby carriage rolling down the road, and all of a sudden, here come the zombies, and they first they attack the mom, and the carriage goes rolling. And as soon as they get done tearing this mom's face off, and I mean, you really see that this chick is getting her face pulled off. They, they pull her tongue out. And they go over and have themselves a little baby snack, and they show <laughs> the, they show a zombie with like a doll's little like baby leg and stuff, and he's chewing on it. It's, it's, it's obviously a doll leg too. Oh yeah, it's, not it's even... obviously a doll leg. But dude, the sound effects, like the chomping and the amount of gore that he got, it it plays so well. It, it works, it's, man. It's really funny. It's like amusing. It's really yeah. like the the woman's death is really like grotesque, and you see like her guts getting pulled out. Yeah, and the baby and the baby one. It's just like, wow, of course they went there. <laughs> yeah, it, it was like going God from sheets. watching like a cannibal holocaust scene to watching like a dead alive scene. That was like yeah, the yeah. difference so between over like the, the heaviness of the gore and the funniness of the gore that came after it. And the and like the sound effects, like you were saying, it literally sounds like Yeah, and like crunching bone. Oh dude, it, they killed it. <laughs> they definitely took care of the uh the gore on the this movie for sure yeah Even that like was a really go good one store and they're stuck in there and all the zombies are like pressing up against the glass and it's just like chunks of shit falling off of them and stuff it, it plays so well to me that's the best of all the gore in the film is those zombies that are against the door the, and then they show yeah. the one that's like he's like bleeding like yellow goo out of his eye it looks like fucking it's really mustard, like heinz mustard dude, is coming out <laughs> of his face <laughs> you but know, you're right like, it's great right man. Right after they eat the um, the woman and the baby, you see actually like it looks like a foam, two foam zombies that like half the head is missing and they quick flash to them. I'll, I'll try to put that up on the Instagram yeah, for uh, for this. It's really funny looking. It's very that's very dead alive. That really reminded me. Oop, kick my microphone. That really reminded me of it. Yeah, very plastic, um, very over the top for the purpose of being over the top, you know? The whole, like, over the top zombie um, thing with this, it really works with, like, the shot on video look. Uh, it hides a lot of the imperfections that you would see with such a low budget. It enhances um, it. it. It makes it fucking believable, man. That's what I was trying yeah. to say. That like the the way that he his cinematography and the way that he made it work actually pulled off some of the best zombie scenes that I have seen in video. Like, and that goes for like all the big budget zombie films. I like some of these zombie eating scenes better than those. 
I agree. It's very unnerving sometimes when you see it, because like you said, it looks real. There's something about shot on video that adds a realness to it. And they say it in video violence, I think, right? It looks like yeah. a home movie or like like a television show. Like, no, it was real. Yeah, um, kind of which my favorite movie there's video violence. Which we will be we will be doing yeah. video violence one and two very soon. Um, yeah, so this, the shot on video aspect definitely works for it. Does it work for the story? It's a little fucked up, but you know what? I'm still able to sit through this and enjoy the whole thing. Yeah, I there's think, so much I don't about think it that's enjoyable that you're able to look past, like, trying to figure out, you know, the conclusion of the story, which never fucking happens. So, like, <laughs> you can look past a lot of that because everything else kind of pays off so much. And even the bad acting that most, you know, runs runs rampant through most shot on video films doesn't really affect this movie negatively because the people that you really need to act act pretty well, right? Yeah, for it, as over it, the yeah, top the as Tommy is, he's good. Sure. Um, Dave, the other uh, guy with the mullet, like he's a pretty good actor. He's not that bad. Sometimes it's a little, you know, acting, but. Most of the time, he's pretty good. Uh, there's a there's towards the later on here in the towards the end of the movie, they uh, they run into this this country kid at this place. Who, yes, uh, <laughs> dude, this kid is like the acting on this kid is atrocious. It's definitely not good. And the conclusion <laughs> of this character is him blowing his head off, and it's such a gnarly scene of this dude, it's... and like the splatter from it is so chunky <laughs> and like all up against this wall. It, it's, it's a huge payoff to see this kid die in this movie. So this person like ends up in the little convenience store with them. And he says that they went to go visit the grandparents, right? In the city. Yeah. <laughs> grandma when they was got finishing there, the... off grandpa. Yeah. Yeah. And then they peeled his dad's face like a grape, right? They said, <laughs> yeah. and then he ended up there. So he had nobody left and well. he took the, uh, he took the day of the dead way out, right? That's right, man. That's what I said. Yeah, you just named it too, man. Another uh, another throwback to a classic horror scene that, that Todd throws in here. I didn't even put that together. And also, uh, when that one guy that like he kills randomly kills a zombie with a machete in a basement, like I don't know where the fuck that guy was from. Oh, is that the, and, the priest uh, zombie that was in that basement with like the? He like crawls from under like the railing and like grabs this guy or whatever, and he hits him with the machete, and he goes and runs for the door, but he can't get out, and it's very like Day of the Dead the way that it's filmed. So I I do see a lot of Romero in this also, which it's great that he was able to pay tribute to all these. You know, it's funny to say, but bigger budget directors, right? That inspired yeah, him. No, for sure. <laughs> this movie um, also gives you the fantastic line, you patty cake son of a bitch, which I will be using for the rest of my life now. I love that that's, so in, much. that's in the permanent vocabulary yeah, now. <laughs> dude, that's in the books for sure. I'm going to be signing dude, off with like, have a good day, you patty cake son of a bitches. <laughs> there, there really is like a ton of funny lines in this, like just that tube stick boogie line. That's really fucking funny. I'm going to cut a, a in hole head. in you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to cut a hole in you the size of your asshole, whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> um, there's also like the bartender saying like, oh, I'll fucking kill you, you motherfucker. You want to test me? <laughs> like, Dude, I love so that bartender, many. man. His big fucking black boots that he had on and shit tucked in with his <laughs> Levi's. That dude was badass. So I don't know if you're familiar with Long Island at all, but do you know what Montauk is on Long Island? Like the farthest, like the furthest easternmost point of like I, I've of, heard uh, of, I've Long heard the Island. name a few times in reference, but I couldn't tell you much about it. So you know, I live more towards New York City, more on that side end of uh, Long Island. But when we were younger, me and Anthony and our friends, we would drive out to Montauk and you would be there at like two o'clock in the morning and there's only like one diner open. So we go into this diner and it's split between basically like a room size bar and then like a really old shit looking diner. So we walk in through the bar and the bartender legitimately looks like the bartender from this movie. <laughs> and we're like, Hey dude, guy. like, yeah, yeah. We're like, where's the diner? And like, he's dancing to the music behind the bar and he just points to the door. Doesn't say a word to us. And, uh, 
seeing this, like it just brings me back. It's just the, <laughs> the flashback of the uh, the bartender. Yeah, like just just this guy's stuck in 1989, which really it could be. <laughs> this movie took a year and a half to film, so if it was you know quote unquote released in 89. That means that some of this stuff was shot in 87. True. Which is crazy. And I love it because it <laughs> feels that way. Like when that chick is in her house washing the dishes, I feel like that was like my kitchen when I was growing up, man. Everything looks exactly how I remember it. it it's, yeah, it's I agree. I actually, that's why I, I like watching some of this stuff too because you can kind of – it is kind of a throwback. They show you some of those things that you wouldn't normally see in a bigger movie, just like some chick washing the dishes. So. <laughs> Now, did you see this as a kid? Did you know about this as a kid? Or were you like me? Mm. were like, it took the internet to find a movie like this. Honestly, it, it took the VHS community for me to first see this movie. When I first started collecting years back, uh, I'd you know, seen people, heard people talking about it. And uh, I'd seen it at a friend's house a few years ago. And this was a, been a while since I watched it. And I watched it again this week. And uh, honestly, my first time I probably watched it years ago, I probably didn't like it that much. I, I really didn't uh, know too much about shot on video stuff. You didn't and get over it the yet. years. I, <laughs> I have uh, acquired a very mature taste for for the low budget, cheesy, and gory. So, yeah, this would have been a hard one to find. Yeah, uh, no, back in the video pretty, days, pretty hardcore horror you, head. I think to get your hands on this. I don't even. You would probably have to find this on accident. To be honest, because oh, like yeah. a I mean, cinema home, was, what, cinema home video no release. Yeah, there's this was this wouldn't be in Fangoria, right? If it was, like, please let me know. I would the, love to see the article. Maybe like in the back when those like you know the mail sections of shit like where the they distro. had all the different things where you could be like, oh, it's like, here's a little tiny classified ad for you know some crazy movies and shit. I know that's how they did get some of their films was they had advertisements being like, hey, if you got shitty homemade movies let's put them on tape so yeah yeah we'll release it for you we've seen a whole bunch of them some of them good some of them not so so good smart honestly for a distribution company to be like fuck it like let's see what you got (laughs) they they, hey listen if if you made a movie send it to us let us watch it and maybe we'll distribute it for you on tape (laughs) we will shit to watch yeah, well, maybe put it out for you. We can start the first actual bad taste video uh, distribution. Yeah, real uh, shit though. Like my my buddy Aaron, he's got his brother. He found this uh, old, you know, shot on video horror movie that they made as kids when they were going to camp and shit. Dig around for that stuff. Find it because I know I, I know I made shit like that when I was a kid, and I'd love to find it because those things would be great to just throw a quick edit together and put out, and I would be all about it. I agree. I love that stuff. I want to see your idea. That's the whole thing about shot on video. We're kind of like, well, it's still we're still on topic with you know the general grand scheme of the episode, but um, shot on video really interests me because you're seeing somebody's idea, no matter how like crazy or stupid. There's no studio uh, filter. There's nobody telling this person no, you can't do that. So it's like seeing a really good band in a small club somewhere. Like this Absolutely. is just like yeah, super that's a raw great comparison, dude. Honestly, that's perfect. And and the funny thing with me, and I was saying this to Needles also, that I feel it very. It's very easy to consume a bad movie than it is bad music. Oh, like for yeah. some reason, like a bad movie can hit you in multiple ways. You could find it so bad that it's funny. You can find it so bad that it's entertaining to watch because it's so bad. It takes it. It's a. It's very hard to be unwatchable, right? Yeah, like that's, I mean, that's, that's what, a that's very honestly, difficult where a lot thing. Of these films are for me is that they're so bad that they're fucking awesome because it's like yeah. you were just saying this was somebody's idea and like all these people got together, got their shit together and they made a movie. That's that's cool as shit, and I would love to watch any of that. So I, I exactly, agree. people didn't make shot on video movies to make money. That wasn't no, a thing. No, you were doing it because you, for the love of the game, just like, uh, you know, people playing in bands, touring, you know how it is, yeah. not making money. You don't make money playing in bands. That's not yeah, a thing. Showing up and, and playing to uh, the other bands and their girlfriends. Like, yeah, uh, after driving like for eight hours, that's, right? That's such a true thing. That's the way it is. In that movie. <laughs> but you know what? I enjoy that now with this whole, you know, it sucks that these tapes are becoming more expensive, right? That sucks, but you know what? Skyrocket. It's giving people it's giving people like um Todd Sheets, Tim Ritter, J.R. Bookwalter, um who did uh 
vampire cop. Um, uh, Donald Farmer. Yeah, Donald, Donald Farmer. Farmer. Yeah, yeah, Cannibal him. Hookers, right? Yeah. Dude, <laughs> um, all, all these people, they deserve way more recognition than that. I mean, I guess they have a big name for themselves in the underground, but... Yeah, but now it's because of this resurgence of VHS, these things are being released now on Blu-ray. They're being released yeah. again. People are being able to find them. Video violence. Nobody knew what that was fucking 10 years ago. No, unless honestly, you were, yeah. you know, unless you were collecting tapes or you just, for some reason, had a a copy of it for whatever it's reason. It's a fucking masterpiece, dude. It's not the goriest movie in the world, but it's the most brilliant concept ever. I can't wait to do that it, film. It's very interesting. Yeah, we yeah. are going to do that very soon. But uh, yeah, like this resurgence has given these guys a new opportunity to get the uh, the thanks that they deserve. Uh, there's a funny story, actually. It's not shot on video, but Lucio Fulci at the end of his life did a Fangoria weekend in New York City, right? This was like the early 90s. And I guess it was the early, early to mid 90s, whenever it was. Never came to America for any reason. He never, he didn't speak English. So he came to this Fangoria weekend and apparently he like had no idea that his films had such a following in America. That no like shit. he had, he had no idea that people liked his shit. And I feel like that's how it is now. Like, oh, man. You know, these guys don't realize, like, yeah, you may think that this movie sucks, but there's a lot of people that really enjoy it. <laughs> no, and, that's, and that's, we're not honestly, doing it because we're I've making fun of, of them. Directors and stuff, and, and they're the nicest fucking people that are so genuinely excited and happy to know that people are still enjoying their films. Uh, like, you know, talking about Tim Ritter, he, he is genuinely probably the coolest fucking dude I've ever met through the horror community. And he is so open to his fans and he just wants to talk about movies and he still loves making movies. And, and that's what it's all about. So, yeah, you can see that even like, uh, do you own Creep? I do. You know, you ever watch like the end? There's like a behind the scenes type thing oh, on yeah. it. Dude, and and you, like you, you see, see like he's just so into it. Yeah, it's really awesome. I highly advise you to go watch that movie and try to find that like behind the scenes too. Any, if you could find any behind the scenes on this shot on video stuff, watch it. It's Great. really interesting. You'd you'd really be surprised. So let's try to get back to uh, Zombie <laughs> Rampage. Now that we went on that rant yeah, here, um, rant. but that's but that's what we're about here. Bad taste video, right? right? VHS tapes, and what's better than shot on video VHS Shit tapes? On video, baby. <laughs> so, um, oh, this is the scene I was talking about with the guy with the the machete. Who the hell is this? So that's what I'm saying. There's so many of these characters that are in and out for this, like one or two scenes, and you're like, "What the hell is happening?" All of a sudden, yeah. Look, he's like, "What the fuck?" All right. <laughs> um, one thing I wanted to talk about with the serial killer, and I said this to you before, and you agreed. He looks like fucking Peter Griffin, dude. He looks so much like a young Peter Griffin. It's not even. Funny. He's dressed he's- like Peter Griffin. The glasses. <laughs> everything <laughs> the build the weird everything. thing is that the, the first scene of him killing the prostitute he looks like he's like half the size he is completely different person scene. yeah yeah <laughs> and that's actually uh i'm gonna play this christmas clip again because he plays an important role towards the end well not really important but it's kind of a interesting development yeah, and this leads uh, to the uh, conclusion of this character that's true so uh Right now you're going to hear something and I'll explain it after, but we're going to listen to the whole thing because I just like uh, that this is happening on Christmas <laughs> Eve. <laughs> you know what bathroom is? Yeah, I think I'm going back there. I better go with her. You don't know what that? Okay, so the guy that says, I better go with her, you don't know what's out there. Um that's in fact peter griffin the serial killer (laughs) and yeah he follows the girl back there and he stabs her to death right starts hacking away (laughs) just loses his mind and uh i think it's dave right that goes back there to help her and he just starts choking him he's yeah he's got superhuman strength yeah he pulls his uh, ass off of there and like throws him into the other room and who comes to save the day again? Dude, the guy, the bartender. Bar, man. And he's like, fucking let him go or I'll kill you. I don't give a fuck. And he's packing the, heat, dude, man. Dude, the worst gunshot <laughs> yeah. in the whole movie right here. It's like a cap gun. 
Oh yeah, like a little smoke comes out of it too, like a fucking cat. Yeah, gun, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the end of Peter Griffin. That's it, the end it of the serial like a, killer. A fucking pirate's gun that you would see on <laughs> like a flintlock <laughs> pistol. <laughs> it's so bad. Uh, that's the only bad thing I think in this movie was that one gunshot. That's yeah, the only mistake I think there was. But uh, that's the end of the serial killer, and we really only see him a handful of times in the film. And I think the reveal is kind of good. I didn't see it coming the first time I saw this movie. <laughs> I didn't see anything in this fucking movie coming, dude. It is no? so weird. We're looking at right now the scene here where I was talking about with the zombie uh, trying to get at the guy in the car. And, like, the car's moving at a pretty good pace, man. And the dude's legitimately on the car trying to get in. And this is what I'm saying. Like, Todd Sheets goes for it. That's what I love yeah. about it. He doesn't Except hold back. Except this part. Yeah, this part, the, yeah, the car's going about three miles an hour. And it looks yeah, pretty yeah. bad. But the fact that he even attempted this with a fucking camcorder is fantastic. I love this movie. I, I can't say this enough. Please go find this and watch it. Um, do you want to talk about like the conclusion of the film and see if we could decipher this a little bit dude I don't there is no conclusion of this film spoiler alert you're going to be left thinking like okay so what the fuck happened because you'd have no clue so okay so so first of all it comes down to just being uh, the bartender Tommy Dave and his girlfriend the bartender gets killed and they have a very evil dead scene where like the door slams shut after he gets dragged out. I thought that was pretty cool. Oh yeah. I forgot so, about uh, the bartender's death scene is super cool. It's not yeah, like he just gets, graphic or anything, but it, it, it's, nope. it plays well. He just gets dragged out, but like yep. the way that it's shot looks great. It does. So it's now it's just down to Tommy, Dave and his girlfriend. And all of a sudden, something starts coming out of the ceiling, and it's fucking Tommy's girlfriend. Yeah, unexplained as well. No, yeah, coming out from the drop ceiling. Yeah, he picks up a phone to defend himself. Also, (laughs) and I think Dave Dave even says, "Oh, that's the weapon." Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So um, basically, it's these four now. So we got two couples trying to escape this uh, wherever the fuck they are, (laughs) the convenience store that really looks more like a giant like facility because they can't find a way out. They have to take an elevator shaft. Store, if anything, the the scenes in this movie are, are so hard to follow. So they run through like this area that's like stacked like school equipment. Now I guess they're in a school because yep. there's old student desks and there's like an elevator shaft, but the elevator's at the bottom, so they have to climb down. And Dave successfully climbs down. Tommy's afraid of heights, of course, because they have to add some suspense. Yeah, and he bitch. goes to cl- Yeah, he he's taking his time to climbing down. You sort of see him go down. And then you see a flash of a zombie that looks very Fulci zombie, like with the sheet over. Oh, yeah. And you hear one of the girls scream, they're getting closer, like, get it away from me. And you hear somebody say, give me a grenade. Right? (laughs) Yeah. What? (laughs) Dude, it doesn't make any sense. Where the fuck did they get a grenade from? And then you see random like feet, and I was trying to match up the bodies with like the people crawling nope. through this thing. So was that them? Did they escape? It did not look like them at all. Those characters but I, did not. Or look were like those zombies? Yeah, I think they were and, zombies. And, and after this happens, we get this. This is the ending of zombies. The zombies are taking over, and you see, you know, the zombies on the bridge and going over the Brooklyn Bridge into Manhattan. And he lifts it right from that, and you get like a little montage of zombies eating people. But uh, I, I really would like to believe that they escaped. I, I enjoy the cast. I would like to believe that they escaped You're an the. Uh, the dude, I like that. That's. <laughs> it's very Christmas well, spirit of you, you know. It's a yes. wonderful world type of thing. Yes, so nice. but here's here's why I think that they escaped. Why would a shot on video director not show your main characters getting slaughtered if they do? Yeah, that would be like the highlight of the movie, you know, like that's if you're gonna kill these people off, you're gonna make it something. That's, that's and you the know big what the payoff, you know. The guy that played uh, Dave, 
what's his name like Aaron Kern or something like that. I'm pretty sure uh, he yeah. actually he he's the writer. So, oh yeah, like, yeah, he's yeah. Available. He's, he co-wrote it. That's right. So he's available for shooting. So like you knew that they you know they had to be something there. I don't know. Maybe they lost the footage or who the hell knows. But yeah, the ending's very ambiguous. You don't really know if they live or die. But it's really maybe one day we'll be able to talk to uh, Todd Sheets about this and ask him what happened. He probably won't <laughs> give us an answer. Seems how he fucking hates this movie. He calls it his first and his worst. Oh, oh man, yeah. which it's, is I think it's unfair, man. There's so much good things going on for this movie. Like, I agree. I, I, I guess for a director's standpoint, it doesn't make any fucking sense. So you're like, yeah, I don't really like this movie. But man, for a horror fan, for a gore addict, this is everything you want right here. And dude, I gotta say, like, I enjoy this more than like Splatter Farm. Oh yeah, it's 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 a much more enjoyable movie, and I think the effects are so much better than that movie. Also, I agree with that too. But yeah. like that movie has crazy hype over it for you know whatever reason, and I could see like it's ridiculous. They played it at VHS Fest, like it's it's a crazy one. But this is like a legitimately entertaining film. If you do not enjoy shot on video movies, you may enjoy this. Maybe. Yeah, it's like fifty fifty. It's it's tough. I don't. It, it's I honestly I can't say that I I could see people who are not accustomed to watching shot on video movies getting into this film. I think you they, think this is further I, down the line. Yeah, I think this is a turnoff, man. Because I I the story's not there and the acting is so poor. That it's this not would, linear. This would be a hard yeah. one to get into for like someone being like, yeah, let me check out an SOV. You know. It's not like a J.R. Bookwalter film where it's pretty no, straightforward. Yeah, I think if you were going to, yeah, showing something, you know, like The Dead Next Door, I think is, uh, not that that's, I don't even think that's really shot on video. I think that's. Uh, I think that's like 16 or. Right. Right. But, but still, but I mean, that it's, was it's supposed that low to, that, budget aspect of horror films that I think is a good jumping off point to things that are, are this far gone like this film. Yeah, I agree. It's not exactly like, a, you know, Hollow Gate or even like a murder lust. <laughs> yeah, I know, no, for sure. And like, you know, for me, if I'm going to show somebody an SOV for their first time, I, I choose to go with, with video violence only because it touches on the the retro video store thing that so many people can relate with. So that even if you're not, you know, accustomed to watching a low budget film, you can still get some nostalgia from it, which I think people enjoy. Uh, I also agree with that. I think video violence is a great shot on video film that a uh, beginner in the genre would probably have an easy time digesting. They could pick that up um, and they can enjoy it. I think another one's Blood Cult. Yeah, I think that's sure. an easy one to get on there. Um, yeah, so you want to give your final thoughts on Zombie Rampage? Maybe uh, give it a you know a rating out of five? So as much as I love the movie for the different aspects of it, I think my final thoughts overall is that the film is going to end up being about a 3.5, 3.8 for me. Um, only because of the fact that it's so hard to follow and there's so many open <laughs> things happening that you're like, what? I, I want some closure on some of the characters, some of those things. So, but I do, I, I do rate it a little bit higher in the 3.5, 3.8 area because of the gore, the special effects that he was able to pull off. It, that makes the movie for me and the soundtrack. I mean, the soundtrack deserves a five. Honestly. An Oki and Key, five out of five. If you can get so. me a cassette of that for my fucking 95 Blazer, fits yeah. the time period, be perfect. <laughs> yeah, I was telling Mike, if, if I was going to be a fucking WWF, oh, I mean, WWE, whatever the fuck they are now, uh, wrestler, <laughs> the main theme song to this would be my entrance music for sure, because you just feel like a badass <laughs> walking into that. I agree. So. They did a really good job with that. And there's a lot of pieces in this that sound very like... Uh, you know, Fabio Frizzi or something yeah. like that. They tried to copy a little bit of that. And I think they did a good, a good job, a great job, a little goblin-esque stuff. So what's your, uh, cool. uh, what's your score? What, what would you, what are you thinking on this? Oh dude, this is a five out of five, hundred percent recommended. Go find it. it. Yeah, you love it. <laughs> I love this shit. I revel in these movies. I uh, tried to be fair. You know, I wanted to give it a five because the gore is so fucking good. And I love watching those scenes. But I tried to be like, all right, like, let me think about this film on a real film basis. And I couldn't give it the five because it's the story is garbage, man. So. It's it's, you know, 
I, I get what they're trying to do, what he's trying to do, and I enjoy it. I don't know. I like it. You give it a few so, watches, uh, it's, it's it's a little easier to follow. That's for sure. Yeah, you have to watch it a couple times. That's yeah. for sure. Listen to the podcast, digest. then watch it, and then listen to it again, and then watch it again. <laughs> and then give uh, us five stars when you're after you're done. Yeah, yeah, it. yeah. The rate us five stars. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, let me uh, read the back of the box here. We'll see how close this uh, this oh, week's, week's is compared garbage, to the. So. Yeah, <laughs> they're mad as hell and they're not gonna take it anymore. A young man is caught in a web of terror when he tries to meet his friends at the train station for a reunion. Unfortunately, he never makes it. What he does do, however, is stumble into a nightmare world full of zombies, inner city gangs, and serial killers. Zombie Rampage is a shocking and truly horrifying motion picture full of state-of-the-art special makeup effects, some of which are the most graphic ever captured on film. Zombie Rampage supplies full-throttle action and graphic violence. It's definitely not for the squeamish or faint of heart. We dare you to watch it just once. It's actually kind of accurate. Dave was supposed to get picked up, I think, at the airport, uh, airport at the train station or whatever. I think his girlfriend says that. It's mentioned at some point in passing, and yeah, they yeah, make that the whole plot of the movie, which is even more confusing because like. <laughs> I, I don't get the whole train station part. It, it happens so fast that it's like you're building the whole premises of the film off of that. That's it's it's a it's a it's a hard uh, it's a hard bite. Man. So I would say that they're you know technically they didn't lie. No, they, they, they relish in the good aspects of this film in the back. Of the yeah, box, which yeah. Is nice. <laughs> so uh yeah that's uh zombie rampage a todd sheets uh, uh shot on video classic uh so i guess it's time to pick our well should we tell people because we're really not picking it this week but i'm gonna play this for you and then we're gonna yeah then yeah fuck it i just enjoy hearing jake the snake <laughs> but you see the deal is man you gotta step up and spin that wheel once you spin it where it stops are gonna do and what happens well we both go in the ring one man comes out the other <laughs> well no okay so do you want to basically just tell people the movie or do you want to make them wait do you want to pick the movie and then we'll make them wait for the christmas special oh man the anticipation might be like a nice christmas present for them so all right so you know what this week we're not gonna let you know what we're watching next week (laughs) uh but next week will be our christmas special uh anthony should be here for that it should be very interesting um yeah so where could they find you or how about this man you got anything good this week? Pick any uh, pick any tapes up this week? Oh man! So me and uh, and Mike here and a couple other of our our good friends on Instagram, we did a gift exchange this year because nobody that we know ever really gets us good VHS tapes. Although somebody <laughs> I know just got you a pretty good VHS tape, Mike. Uh, yeah, but yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll get yeah. to that uh, when it and, comes. Uh, <laughs> and my 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 very good friend and. Uh, soon to be bandmate for a day chase uh you can find him at grave spitter on instagram he sent me one of the best vhs gift packages i've ever received uh magdalena oh, and the i Eagle saw that in there the japanese release uh probably the nicest copy of 2000 maniacs on vec uh there's a just a ton of stuff i mean i awesome. all kinds of stuff for my collection that i wanted <laughs> so big shout out to chase man i love you dude you're the shit yeah, we'll let you know what I get when uh, when it comes. Oh, it's a secret. Week, maybe. So just, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. I can't just know we need it for 420 <laughs> this year because we're going to be doing a very, very important all month long 420 special. So make sure you uh, mark it on your calendar because that's going to be a hell of a yeah, month that's, for us. That's going to be pretty interesting. Uh, yeah, I saw something that he posted and I was like, "Hey, dude, the fuck is that?" And the response very uh, eye-opening for me didn't know it existed <laughs> so, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a fun time here on bad taste video yeah 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 um what did i get today oh actually chase gave me well i sort of traded with him uh i sent him a japanese version of the original ghostbusters yeah, soundtrack and uh sweet. in a media sleepaway camp uh just the tape though 
because he he had a slip. So we're uh, we're reuniting. Made it right. That's uh, how you got to do. Yeah, it. yeah. We're we're reuniting those lost brothers and sisters. <laughs> uh, so he sent me the Monterey Big Box of the Grim Reaper, which. Uh, I knew he was going to send it to me, but I just did yeah, not know dude. when. <laughs> I guess, man, such a good movie. That's 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 a gnarly one. That's another one that's uh, can be hard to watch at certain scenes. So. Oh yeah, dude, the fucking like this, like a baby getting ripped out. He's eating his own fucking guts. But I, I had the uh, I had I the how excited case. you just got when you started talking about that. It I do. I love that. And I love the uh, the pseudo sequel, Absurd, aka Monster Hunter. Oh, see, I haven't uh, seen it, man. I gotta check no? it out. Oh, dude, you're going to love that one. Yeah, Same thing, George that. Eastman playing the monster, but this time we get a priest trying to kill him. <laughs> you can't go wrong with it's that. Re- no, it's really good. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think what I got this week. I feel like I did pick up something. I got to like look behind me. Death Riders. Uh, I know I bought some shit, too. I just... Oh, just oh, oh. Dude, I got uh, Ozone. Oh, that the Tempe? J.R. Bookwalter. Yeah, Tempe. Yeah, yeah. No, the legit one. I have the Street Zombies one. Which Chase also gave me. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. That's my brother from another mother. Dude, we have Chase the same the taste. Man, <laughs> uh, yeah, I got a few things, actually, you this week. You guys look like you it. could be brothers from another mother, honestly. Dude, <laughs> uh, let's also talk about uh, our other brother from another mother. Retro release video, right? Pop up this week. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, that dude. Th- anyone who got was lucky enough to be out in L.A. to, uh, to check out retro releases pop up. And, you know, I, I'm jealous of you because it looked like such a good time. Those are East Coast homies from uh, from a few years now. I met those guys at VHS Fest One, and uh, they've been just awesome dudes ever since. So, where are they based out of DC? Out. Are they based out of DC? Uh, that's where Retro releases out of. Uh, the other homie tapes from the Crip. He's out of Philadelphia, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, that whole Pennsylvania both, crew, the, yeah. the the capital of fucking VHS tapes. Dude, that's where all my homies are, man. Fucking Philly and <laughs> Pittsburgh, dude. So I'm in the wrong state. That's where state. my parents are. <laughs> uh, fucking up. Yeah, yeah. How did we end up in New York? I know, dude. I'm going to move to Philly. I can't say that on here, though, because they'll be fucking pressuring me not to do that shit. No, don't do that. Yeah, <laughs> fucking cheesesteaks uh, all day. Yeah, yeah. So check out uh, check out them on Instagram at Retro Release Video, right? Yeah, and tapes from the crypt. Does he have like an underscore? Does he have like an underscore in any of that tapes from the crypt? I don't, I don't know, dude. Just if you type it in, it'll be on there. (laughs) Do some research. Don't be lazy. Yeah, don't be lazy. uh, Speaking of which, you can find me on Instagram at Kane underscore Enabler. I am Grizz, and uh, I want to also just do a special thanks to Mike uh, for inviting me. To, uh, to be a part of this podcast. I've been a listener whoop for whoop. a long time now, and it's, uh, it's a, a pleasure to, uh, to be on here with you, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem, man. I need somebody that uh, can make me feel bad about my tape purchases because yours are way better. <laughs> uh, you could find me at Bad Taste Video on Instagram, and you can find everything that we have on our new website at www.badtastevideo.com. How about that? How official is that, dude? So official. Yeah, yeah. Isn't it amazing we were able to get that URL? Somebody fucked up. Destiny. (laughs) But uh, yeah, we have links to our Instagram, our YouTube, our... We have like a fucking big cartel, man. We got everything. Go to our iTunes, rate us five stars, leave a review, let us know what you think. We really want to hear from you. Give us a a suggestion. Is there a movie you heard of but you never watched? Because we probably have it combined. Yeah. We definitely own a quite large... uh, chunk of very obscure movies (laughs) let us know what you want to hear you know we'll put it in the wheel maybe it'll get picked maybe it won't you guys should (laughs) see this wheel too it's fucking huge i had no idea i think it was until i I saw it in person yeah i had to convert my whole fucking backyard into it it's fucking crazy (laughs) (laughs) so uh yeah we'll see you next week with our christmas episode you better uh better get your reindeer ready or whatever thanks everybody (laughs) it's gonna be interesting see you later Get out of my town! I'll bury you in this town!